Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, I just wanted to hop on and give a weather update, talking about the upcoming months, what we can expect. I know that I had alluded to the months of July and August being pretty intense, and so I wanted to give some of my insights into why that may be, and also give astrological reasoning into other current events that we've been seeing. I want to talk about COVID. I want to talk about some Canadian news that I was actually inspired to discuss uh, from someone who's been studying with me, which has been really interesting. And the weather as well as Britney Spears. Britney Spears has caught my attention. I thought that this news was super, super fascinating. So I had to pull up her chart and look. So I'm just going to be talking about an array of things and talking about the astrology behind it. And so getting into the what we'll talk about first is the weather, the climate, the next few months, and also, of course, like COVID and stuff that's going on with COVID. And before we get started, I want to remind you all that I have an upcoming program. It's the Inner Knowing Vedic Coaching Program that I'm super, super excited about. It is the intention of the program is to help support you in building a life of authenticity, meaning, and clarity, utilizing things like Ayurveda, astrology, and yogic philosophy. It's been so incredibly fun for me to put together because I've been able to integrate things that I've learned through grad school as I was becoming a social worker, through yoga, (laughs) through becoming a yoga teacher, um, Ayurveda through different trainings, and of course, Vedic astrology, being a Vedic astrologer. So being able to integrate all these different parts of my life into a program has just been so incredibly rewarding and fun. And I'm really looking forward to working with the individuals who are signing up for nine months. So if you do want to learn more, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on Inner Knowing Vedic Coaching Program, and you can read more about it. And if you feel so inclined, schedule a call where you and I can talk more in depth about it. Another reminder that I want to let you all know is that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. Um, That means that I study the astronomical placement of the planets at any given moment in time. If you would like to see your Vedic sidereal birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to see where the planets were literally placed at the moment of your birth. So getting into the weather forecast for the next couple of months and of course i mean the astrological weather forecast so we have been seeing extreme weather and it was either on the rahu k2 segment i posted it was on one of those segments where i was discussing that we were going to see intense weather and i was predicting weather that included a lot of water like flooding or tsunamis Um, i think earthquakes as well were really prevalent and this is because of where neptune is currently placed And there have been areas of the world that have been experiencing issues with water, massive flooding, I believe, in South America. And also, we have this area of the earth that's experiencing a lot of flooding. And then there are areas of the world that are experiencing a lot of drought. And either way, these are issues of water. And we can see that with the position of Neptune in relationship to Rahu and Ketu, um, and of course, Jupiter. And so this is something that we should all have on our radar. I do want to say that today, as I'm recording this, it is the full moon. The moon is currently in Sagittarius, and this is an incredibly karmic position. Remember, when COVID started, Rahu and Ketu were in the nakshatras of Ardra and Mula. Ardra and Mula are incredibly karmic, and they are 
generally culprits for things like pandemics or explosive events, really intense events. Whenever Rahu and Ketu move into the nakshatras of Mula and Ardra, there is usually some type of disruption and big event that occurs. And so for the full moon and the new, excuse me, for the moon and the sun to be in these nakshatras now, I think it's a really interesting thing that there are articles coming out about COVID and the source of COVID on the news. I've seen a few different things come up where people are like, hey, I, you know, let's not forget about this. Let's continue to dig and figure out the origin of COVID. And I think that this is a combination of the full moon here in the same nakshatras of Ardra and Mula that were responsible largely for COVID. And I think it's the addition of Jupiter retrograding. Because remember, Jupiter retrograding in Aquarius, I was saying on the podcast for Jupiter retrograde, that I thought we would go back, we would look at the healthcare system, things with health, things with health would come back up to the surface, we'd see who has access to healthcare, who has access to preventative health measures, um, is what we're doing going well. And now I'm seeing that with this Jupiter retrograde, it's also going back and trying to dig deeper into COVID in general and figuring out the origin. And I'm sure some of you um, may be thinking, well, it, you know, came from an animal and we've already figured it out. Of course, it came from an animal and that's totally a possibility. But from what I was reading is there isn't actual hard evidence that that is true. I think that they're still trying to figure out exactly where it came from and the origin of that. And so for me, this is a combination of the sun being in Ardra, the moon being in Mula, which are those same nakshatras that are connected to the pandemic when it began super super fascinating i think it's a combination of jupiter retrograde turning back looking at our health what is going on with our health i also think it's a combination of k2 being in scorpio and i remember mentioning this on that k2 and scorpio podcast things come to light this is when people dig for the truth and so i think it's a combination of all of these things that's spurring people to continue to dig and wanting to figure it out and also with the combination of jupiter and neptune in this midpoint between rahu and k2 as we've been talking about truth is going to come up people are going to figure things out and it's going to be connected to the government in some respect and another um i wanted to touch on the canadian government as well while we're on this topic because i just read this article today in the u.s news but i had talked to someone who i work with and she lives in canada she had gained this information before i did and she was sharing it with me and she's like this is so interesting i think it's what you were saying about how information is coming to light from the government and so i do want to give her full credit for this and she's a wonderful woman in canada named anita who some of you listening may be familiar with she's quite active in our community and she's a wonderful astrologer in her own right and this is a part that is pretty grim so maybe fast forward a minute to be safe I'll probably talk about this for 60 seconds but in Canada they did find large unmarked graves of 751 people at a residential school and it was a boarding school that was funded by the government and this probably occurred in the 19th and 20th century and so what these boarding schools were for is to assimilate indigenous youth 
And so it's taking indigenous youth and not letting them speak their language, not letting them partake in their native practices. I mean, like really horrible schools in general. The intention was horrible. And then in addition to that, these government funding schools were burying children in unmarked graves. And so this came to the surface recently. And so I thought that this was, first of all, really horrible and an atrocity. And with this full moon happening in the next chapter of Mula, which is digging to the depths, digging in the earth with the connection of that K2 and Scorpio, things coming to the surface for us to find, again, in regards to the government. And, you know, the sun is the government. The sun represents the government and it's connected to Ardra right now. So again, for these things to be coming to the surface, I'm not super surprised. And looking at the Canadian birth chart, there are two that are currently uh, being used, you know, up for debate. And in one of the birth charts, it would be between the fourth house of the homeland and the 10th house of the public and the public eye and, of course, authority. And so um, for the full moon to be happening in the fourth house and the 10th house, it's interesting that all of this is coming to light around this full moon. So that was a really, really good find. And I feel grateful that I'm able to share that on the podcast too, because I don't think I would have spotted that, um, had she not pointed that out. And so going back to just the, the weather in general and other things, I did want to talk more about COVID. And so I think that going back to the source of it, I think trying to find the origin, this is something that people are going to continue to be focused on for this next uh, several months. And I do think that it is going to be a big topic that people are discussing. And also right now, we have Mercury and Rahu conjoined in Taurus. Mercury is all about communications. Mercury also has a connection to cell reproduction, which is going to be important. And it also has to do with aviation and travel. Rahu also has to do with diseases. It makes things odd. It warps things. It it distorts things and it amplifies things and expands things. And so with all of this other stuff happening astrologically, now we're also having Rahu and Mercury conjoin. I think that we are going to have issues with travel and seeing um, delays in travel. And honestly, more than anything, I think that what we're going to see, because again, Mercury is aviation and it has to do with air travel. And so with this combination of Rahu and, and this essence of disease behind it, I think that we'll experience travel issues in connection with maybe travel passports or excuse me, health passports. And I think that we will see different countries accepting different things, having a different way of approaching this matter. Um, Everyone is using different vaccines. You know, there are different vaccines around the world, and I think that we're all going to be looking at them differently and um, judging them differently. You know, some countries may accept Moderna and others may not. This is just an example. So I think that we will see COVID continuing to have an impact on travel in this way. I think the airlines are going to be having some issues here as well. And the other thing that I wanted to say in connection with um COVID is this Delta variant. You know, we, we've had this other strain of COVID come up. It's been causing a lot of problems. I think that this is a combination of the Mercury and Rahu. Mercury is, again, it makes things spread fast. 
and Rahu is disease. So this is just like a combination of illness, really. And so I, I do see that this other variant can be an issue in addition to Jupiter retrograding in Aquarius, going back, looking at our health, having to revise things, having to change things. What we've been doing, is it working still? You know, is it going to work against this variant? What are we going to do about it? So those are all the things I see in regards to COVID right now. Um, and then I also wanted to say, I, I saw these two articles about birds dying, there's like random, there's some unknown disease that's killing hundreds of birds, absolutely devastating. And birds are represented by what? Mercury. It's aviation. It's something that flies. Okay. So Mercury is often associated to birds and Venus can also be associated to some birds. Right now, again, we've got Mercury sitting with Rahu, which has this element of disease to it. And Venus is in a really tough spot. Venus feels a lot of pressure in the sign of Cancer. It's sitting with Mars, which is a malefic. It's being aspected by Saturn, which is a malefic. It's being aspected by K2, which is a malefic. So both of these planets that represent birds are getting hit pretty hard, is what I'm trying to say. So um, it's super, super unfortunate. But I saw that this morning and I wanted to make the connection. Um, and, you know, there's some other sad news about manatees that I was going to talk about, but I'm going to spare you guys because I don't want all of this to be completely doom and gloom. But um, I did want to talk about relationships and our love life, and then I'm going to talk about Britney Spears. So Venus right now, again, it's Venus is the karka, meaning it's the significator of relationships. And so wherever Venus is placed in our chart, it's going to give us insight into how our relationships are going in addition to you know, a myriad of other things, but Venus is the car for relationships. And so it's currently in the sign of cancer. It's receiving some pressure. It's near a debilitated Mars, getting even more pressure. It's being aspected by Saturn, giving, getting even more pressure and then aspected by K2. So relationships may be a little bit more turbulent. Romance may be a little restrained or intense. It could also be that your partner is going through a difficult time. So just trying to be supportive, trying to be slow to make decisions. This is just going to last a month for Venus. So really trying to take your time and be pragmatic and not get too swept away by the emotions. I saw an amazing meme today. It's not your emotions. It's how you respond to your emotions. So allowing this to be an experience where we practice being pragmatic and being slow to make decisions and really being supportive, right? We want to be supportive if our partner is going through a difficult time. And so talking about the grand finale, Britney Spears, I've been trying to speed through this because I don't want to make like a 40 minute podcast. What are we at? We're at 16 minutes. I'm doing great. Um, I try to make these short. I think I've mentioned that before. I, it's really my intention to keep these between 25 and 30 minutes. Sometimes it goes longer than that, but so Britney Spears. Britney Spears has apparently been under the restraints of her father. He has had pretty much complete control over her and has been able to make her take medication against her will. He's been able to have her on birth control against her will. He controls when she performs and when she doesn't, her her social media life, how she performs to the world and interacts with the world. I mean, it's been really intense. And so naturally, I had to look at her birth chart when all of this stuff is coming up in the news about um, 
that she's gone to court and she's appealing for herself and she's trying to say how she's being treated isn't fair and she wants liberation from her dad. And so when we look at her chart, the full moon, which is when all of this is really coming up, is taking place in her 10th house and her 4th house. If you're using the true nodes of Rahu and Ketu, it would be with her Rahu and Ketu, which again is super karmic. So her 10th house is her career, how she's appearing to the outer world. The 4th house is her home life. Okay, she's bringing light to her home life. People are getting to see what's really happening behind the scenes, what's really going on. And she is in her Sadi Sati. And I love this example because people will often hear Sadi Sati and get freaked out because it's notoriously the seven and a half year period of bad luck. Um, but, you know, really amazing things happen to people during their Sadi Sati all the time. And there are ways to figure out if the Sadi Sati is going to be positive or negative, by the way. It's interesting stuff. But anyway, so she's moving through her Sadi Sati. Saturn is transiting over her moon. And the way I like to describe Sadi Sati is that it's actually a time of really embracing your power. If, you know, Saturn is in good dignity and all of that, Saturn likes being in Capricorn. So as Saturn is transiting over her moon, it's giving her an opportunity to stand in her power, to gain authority, and there is going to be sacrifice. You know, with Sadi Sati, there's often giving up something to gain something in return. And so this may be um, a big separation with her family, you know, a big separation with her father in some respect, um, which, you know, will obviously lead to her being liberated and having her life back and all of that. Something else she was talking about is that she really wants to have another child and her father is restricting her from doing so. Her moon is in the fifth house of creativity and of children. So as Saturn is moving over the fifth, it's asking her to spend time thinking about children, you know, planning her future, being disciplined in this respect. And so, and from her moon chart, Rahu is transiting her fifth house of children. So there's a lot of energy here. Um, I'm not surprised that this is coming to the surface for her, especially right now. Um, from her natal chart, the last thing I'll add is that Rahu is transiting her ninth house of her father, which is so incredibly interesting. So you know, she is, she is going through an incredibly transformational time. And through the Sati Sati period, I just really hope that she is able to embrace her power and stand it in and, and stand in it and gain her, her liberation and freedom. Super, super interesting stuff. And I know it's kind of hard to hear me say this all. And if you're newer to astrology, not seeing the chart, not really knowing what's going on, but essentially there is the full moon that's affecting her career house. Okay. And so it is bringing things to light. It's transiting the karmic nodes. So there's a karmic influence to her career right now with the full moon and Saturn, which is the planet of lessons and karma. It's transiting over her moon, which is her mind and her emotionality in the fifth house of her children and creativity and also expression. So as Saturn is transiting over her moon and over the fifth, it is bringing up these feelings about her creativity, about her children, about her mind and her mental state. And it's not easy. What she's experiencing now is not easy, but it's coming to a head. And this is what Sati Sati often does as things come up to a head for you to make these big decisions and these big choices. Um, and so I could go on about that, but I think that that's enough for the podcast because I don't want to 
overwhelm you all. And so that's a bit about Britney Spears. And now for the next couple of months, I do believe we will continue to see extreme weather. I think that we'll see I mean, I think we're going to start seeing some pretty interesting things that people have never seen before. Again, I mean, even right now we're seeing, I mean, obviously COVID is like nothing anyone's ever seen before. And also having this random disease that's killing a bunch of birds. We're having these really intense bouts of change in weather. And when we have really intense weather, it does change the ecology, you know, and and our system, as you all know, is designed to support life in a very specific way. And so if our weather starts changing dramatically, and it starts killing off some of the natural wildlife, it's just a matter of fact that the ecology is going to start changing. And this is a really big deal. You know, and so I, I think that this is something that will become a point of concern in the next couple of months and something that people are going to need to look at. Um, and again, it's like in order for things to get better, things usually have to get worse. And so I think for the next couple of months, we will see things feeling pretty intense in that way. And in regards to other things happening throughout the world in terms of the government, I've been mentioning this a whole lot, and in terms of financial structures, there is going to continue to be strain on um, the economy and the infrastructure and things like that, urging us towards change. And I also see there being a lot of tension in terms of how we view authority in general. And I think that this is going to be a worldwide thing. Because again, going back to the Mercury and the Rahu thing, things spread like wildfire. With Rahu and Mercury together, things spread like wildfire. And we're also in this phase where people are getting confused on what the truth is. You know, I think that as the the truth is emerging before people figure things out, we're all kind of speculating. And in this phase of speculation, there's a whole lot of disagreement, there's a whole lot of misinformation, and these things get put on the internet and then they spread like wildfire, you know, and then ideas and opinions and perspectives shift in a blink of an eye, you know, somebody reads an article. And so with this tension and and this frustration with leadership and in governments around the world, I think that it's so important to remember to really scrutinize information. You know, I think that it should be a practice for all of us while we're watching the news, while we're finding things on the internet, that we source them. Because anyone can post whatever they want, right? Anyone can post anything that they want to on the internet. And then it's our responsibility as consumers of this information to scrutinize and to say, okay, well, where is the source coming from? Who funded this source? Where are they from? Who are they connected to? Are they trying to sell me anything? You know, and so ask yourselves those questions and dig a little bit deeper and try not to take everything at face value. And more importantly than that, is it possible to stay open and receptive to the differences of others? And of course, I always want to say this, there are boundaries within that because sometimes people have opinions that are actually really hurtful. And if that's the case, you know, separating yourself as much as you need to and creating those boundaries as much as you need to. But if it's possible, and if having this connection with someone is okay for your well being, 
Is it possible to be open and receptive to the differences of others so that there's an opportunity for dialogue and empathy and understanding? Because all of us on earth are a combination of our past experiences, our paradigms, what we've been taught, who we've come into contact with. And I, I truly believe that the majority of us are doing the best we can. And is it possible to have differences without judgment and without the desire to ostracize someone or to cut someone out or to slam someone or degrade somebody? I mean, these are human beings, you know, and if somebody has a different opinion than me, I don't feel the immediate inclination to prove why I'm better or why my opinion is better or why my stance is better. What, what I try to practice is being more open and receptive to what they can teach me. You know, well, what's this other way of seeing things? And what's this other way of exploring things and being? Um, I, I don't think that polarization is super helpful. And also, if we really want people to change, when we really embody goodness and when we really embody love and, and what it means to truly love somebody, like where you truly unconditionally love someone for the sheer fact that they're a human. If we truly embody this quality of love where we seek understanding and we seek empathy and we seek connection, people naturally start to gravitate towards our way of being. We can be so incredibly influential on others by approaching them with love and with sincerity. It's not helpful to approach somebody with judgment and being spiteful and trying to prove why our belief system is better. If we really want to have an impact, if we really want to make a change, I truly believe how it happens is getting onto someone's level empathizing with them, trying to understand them, and most importantly, trying to love them. And if they never have, if they're not open to our influence, then that is okay, you know, but how much more time do we want to invest? Then we get to decide what our boundaries are and how much time we spend and all this type of thing. But again, I've seen it countless times that when people are approached with love and with sincerity, they become much more open and receptive to change and also seeing the perspective of somebody else. And I mean, you can even just think about it. If somebody approaches you and they're totally interested in your opinion and your way of being, and they're totally supportive of it, non-judgmental, they have no desire to change you as you are right now, don't you feel more open and receptive to hearing them and, and their way of being, especially if it's rooted in respect and love? I know I do. And, and I don't feel this need to separate myself from them if we have differences because our conversation is built off of this root of respect and love. So again, if, if there's something that you're really passionate about and if there's something, if there are messages that you really think are important and you want to spread, maybe take that into account. And you may have your own methods that are way more helpful, but I just wanted to offer that because it's something that I've seen to be very powerful and you know, when you are, when you're connected to that space, people can sense it and it's very difficult to ignore and people are almost drawn to it like a lamp. You know, it's like a, a bug to a lamp. They're just completely drawn to it because it feels good and it feels safe. And I think that people deserve that sense of safety. And I also want to acknowledge that, of course, there are different boundaries for this, right? Because sometimes people's opinions and perspectives are literally harmful and potentially threatening to us, depending on our circumstance. And so it's our 
it's our job to be discerning about what is safe and what not is safe and what's worth empathizing with and trying to understand. So I just want to throw that out there as well, because I know that for various reasons, you know, connecting with someone or trying to empathize with someone can truly be harmful and potentially dangerous. So of course, I just um, wanted to let you all know that I see that and I'm certainly not trying to endorse putting yourself in any type of harmful situation or anything like that. So anyway, I'll stop rambling now. <laughs> hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you learned something new. If you want to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website innerknowing.yoga to schedule it yourself. I would love to see you on Patreon where I give weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. It's patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. Follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will talk to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Bye.